The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Personal Finance, this is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. All about me, as always, check out Jason Qualls, cfp.com. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. There is a wealth number. What is your wealth number? Find out how rich you are on a scale from minus 2 to 11. <laughs> Sounds bizarre. Let's learn it together as we read the article from Market Watch. Uh, being a millionaire doesn't cut it anymore, according to economics editor Peter Coy, uh, who says it's too broad as it covers everyone from random people with just barely $1 million in net worth to people all the way up to billionaire, billionaire status. So Bloomberg developed a wonky scale based on scientific notation, or powers of 10. 1 million is 10 to the 6th power. I'm already confused. Bringing back some nightmare, integer algebra thinking here. 1 million is 10 to the 6th power. So so a basic millionaire is a 6. We'll go with it. (laughs) Someone with $1 is a 0. Someone with a dime or one-tenth of a dollar comes in at minus one. Less than that, or, yeah, minus one. Less than that, negative net worth, and it's a minus two. So here's a breakdown from Bloomberg's chart. So if you have $100 billion or more, I guess, you're an 11. If you have one penny, you have, this is net worth now, you're a negative two. You're a zero if you have a dollar. You are a five if you have $100,000. And that's the bottom. But it's a range, though. You go from $100,000 to a $1 million or less, there's $999,000. That would be a five as well. So $100,000 to a million is a five. $1 million to $10 million is a six. And I don't... This is really strange. Because I'm telling you, if I had $9.5 million and I'm in the same chart as someone with a million, I promise you, those with nine million feel and are a lot more wealthier than those with just a million dollar net worth. The biggest cohort comes in level three. Level three is $1,000 to $10,000 net worth. That includes the median American renter with a net worth of $1,000, which covers a small emergency without borrowing. Only two people, founder of, of Microsoft, Bill Gates, and the founder of Amazon, get the 11 designation, which is a net worth of greater $100 billion or greater. Elon Musk, which is the founder of Tesla, he's stuck at number 10, because I guess he is in the range of $10 billion to 
billion. Uh, this is very interesting. So where do you fall on this wealth number? This what really ticks me off about some of these. You now this would be the thing about retirement. You know, what's your number? What's your magic retirement number? Now this is about net worth. Where do you fall? I guess if you're really trying to keep score, you really want to try to get to that 11 mark because you'd be up there with Bill Gates and the founder of Amazon. But most people are trying to succeed and accomplish financial goal financial goals in relationship to retirement. And when you're trying to do that. What really matters is not net worth. It's about the assets you have saved and the amount of income they can generate because in retirement, that's what you need. You're no longer working for an employer. You have no income coming in. That's the design. That is retirement. And you're going to need to depend on pension, Social Security, assuming you have a pension, and assuming Social Security is still around, and, and whatever the shortfall of, of is of what you need to have for spending after your pension and Social Security, that money, that income has to come from your savings and investments. And if you have enough savings and investments, you can easily generate the income that you need. So there's no magic number. It's different because everyone's access to a pension is different. Everyone's amount of Social Security is going to be slightly different at age 62 or 66 or 70. Uh, everyone's ability to contribute and save is going to be everyone's lifestyle is different. You know, most people in Middle Tennessee are making it in retirement somewhere between four thousand to seven thousand dollars per month. But even that is a wide range of living expenses, right? If you're on the low end of that, spending four thousand dollars per month. You jump into the high end of my example, seven thousand. That's three thousand. That's basically a hundred percent almost more living expenses. But it comes down to what are you going to have coming in, and what can your retirement savings generate? And this is where most financial planners are falling short with their clients. Retirement distribution planning. It's not complicated, but it's not as easy as. Opening a Roth IRA. So a lot of the news and a lot of the advertisements that get tossed around out in the financial world is about you investing and you saving more. What if you're done saving and you're trying to spend? There is a strategy that is best for you and what you're trying to achieve throughout your retirement years. Are you wanting to travel more? Are you wanting to travel in the first five years and travel less? and the remaining parts of your retirement. Those are things that need to be discussed. What income streams are you going to turn on first? Are you going to spend your Roth IRA money first, or are you going to spend your Roth IRA money last? Or maybe you're going to spend your Roth IRA in a combination of your 401k and IRA that's pre-tax. But there's a strategy that needs to be devised. You listen to that other radio show too often, Someone will call in, well, Bubba, I don't know how much it's going to take me to, to live. I don't know what I can get off my investments. Can you help me out? I need to know if I've got enough saved. And what takes your takes this total amount saved and multiplies by 8% and tells them to go spend 8% withdrawal rate throughout retirement. And doesn't take into account what if some of the money is non-qualified or regular investments what if some of the money is roth ira what if some of the money is 401k and or ira pre-tax that will come out taxable 
No talk of combining a tax-efficient strategy. No talk of how this is going to impact taxes now versus taxes later. No talk of the tax laws changing or expiring in just about five or six years because of the Trump tax cuts going away. No talk of a dynamic distribution plan. There's where a lot of financial gurus, a lot of financial planners, so-called, fall short. If you have no clue how to do this yourself, what can you do? You can work with the right type of financial advisor. You can only hire an independent, fee-only certified financial planner. An advisor who only works for you is only paid by you. If you're looking to learn more, go to Jason Qualls cfp.com j-a-s-o-n-q-u-a-l-l-s cfp.com got a good show lined up for you today this is the one show committed to giving you the truth about personal finance and it's financial coaching radio and we're back with you right after this short break Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor. But a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. It's a hodgepodge. Hodgepodge of information. Mismatch. You know, this show is about information. Somewhat. Sounds like it's more about hodgepodge. (laughs) Waking you up with news, traffic, weather, and fun. Yep, that's what we're working with this morning. (laughs) Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Is he implying that we don't listen to this show? Hmm? Would you? <laughs> Weekday mornings from 6 until 7.50 here on News Radio WGNS. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to THWCPA.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Wall, Certified Financial Planner. Back with us once again is Mike Connolly of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They are an independent home, auto, and life and business insurance agency. They can shop around and get you the best price on all your insurance planning needs. Their website, MIDTNINS Group, 
Mike, welcome to the show. Doing well. This article, I have not read it, so if I goof it up, excuse me. Still amazed people go through this, this day and age, but I guess people will do anything to save money. Are you willing to be tracked to save on car insurance? It just makes me weird, feel weird when you know, my car is tracking me, my phone is tracking me, which that's a necessary evil this day and age. The phone tracking, not the car. Uh... My refrigerator could be tracking me. My washer and dryer could be tracking me if I have smart appliances. What is the general thought from customers that you're you're dealing with? Are they wanting this type of technology? Are they not wanting it? Not always, but typically it's a no. Most people are kind of more on the cautious side. No, I'd rather not have to have to do that. It, it, it can be it can be touch and go. Some people are more receptive than others. That's for sure. Does our cars already track us anyway? Uh, somewhat. I don't know that they all have everything on it, but most cars nowadays have some sort of GPS factor. And it's probably tracking, like, how fast you're going and where you are, that kind of thing. I'd say at least real-time data, yeah. It's just that you're not giving up that information to an insurance company to use to price out your insurance. Right. What's the downside to using one of these tracking devices in your car? Uh, versus not using it. Um, some carriers actually, uh, you know, debit you. They'll actually charge you more. If more? You, if, if you're a horrible driver. Some of them <laughs> well, go of course, both that's ways. The point, right? <laughs> yeah, some of them go both ways. Um, but really, not a whole lot because they're not getting near as much data as your cell phone is sitting next to you. What, what data do they transmit? You know, you got the big State Farm ad that's running now. It's a genius commercial. Don't mess with my discount. I yeah. love that. <laughs> They, uh, the pregnant lady is like chewing her husband's butt because he's driving too fast, and it's, I guess it's in her car. Sure, and he's gonna he's gonna mess with her discount. Well, what about that? So you let your husband, your child drive with this tracking device, and they're the bad driver. Technology is kind of changing. There, you can still get the 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 plug in actual device, but a lot of it's going to an app on the phone now, um, where you're just you log in, you know, so on and so forth. And it tracks while you're driving. You know, it it takes the place of that plug-in device. And how does your phone, phone know about like braking and all that? I, I they most of them now have an inertia type, you know, sensor in it that can kind of tell. God, that's scary. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But, so there's no the plug-in stuff is done. Uh, it's it's fading out. It's it's there's still a few that have it, and you can still do it with certain carriers, but a lot of them are switching over to an app only. Do would do you view it as helpful for? parents of teen drivers to know how they're driving their car i think it's a good idea that's the one exception where i would have no problem when a parent came and said a it's going to save me a little bit of money because that kid just potentially cost you. yeah potentially <laughs> um b it does give a parent some ammunition if they're having a problem with a kid or um they're wondering why things are happening you know it can give them some data to at least be able to make some educated decisions as a as a parent can you articulate what a can you view the report for yourself can you like pull up the app and go oh i was a good driver today or i was pretty crappy today typically it has some sort of metrics you can go in and look at each carrier is going to be different some are going to give you more some are going to be give you less some's going to little be a little bit easier to read so on and so forth but yes in a general rule yes you'll be able to go in and look at all the data is it is it plausible that our phones are already tracking this and the data is being secretly sold to companies beyond uh, our knowledge? Is that going too far? I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> could it be happening? Absolutely. Is the possibility there? Is all the technology there? Absolutely. 
Because it takes a, an app to do this. Yes. Uh, to track it. And for it not to be running in the background, you know. How does you, it know, like, if you're driving too fast? Like, how does it know the speed limit? I mean, I know when I'm on my Waze app and I'm traveling, it knows the speed limit of the road I'm on, and it instantly tells me the moment I cross over it. But what about, like, you know, they change it for construction? Is it, is it that updated? For the most part, yeah. Dang. For the most part, it is. What if you're in a hurry? Can you shut it off? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can. It doesn't really ding at Does, you. It just shows you. It just goes from green to red. But I'm talking about the apps that track you for car insurance purposes. What if you like you knew you had to drive like a bat out of hell, <laughs> and you know this is really going to mess with your discount? Um, Could you just not use it for that period? Is that is that damaging to it? Like if it's you're on and off. They're getting ways to where they can tell that. They're getting ways where it's like, hey, wait a minute, you just shut this off for, you know, eight hours during this period of time. When you typically have driven that day, this, you know, they can tell. If you're just joining in, we're talking about the tracking devices that could help lower your car insurance premiums with Mike Conley, Middle Tennessee Insurance Group of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They shop around, get you the best deal on home, auto, and life insurance because they have access to multiple carriers. One thing that just popped in my head about these tracking devices or this an app on your phone that does the same thing. Is how does it know that it's you driving and not somebody you're riding with? I think that's part of the app, you know, and you have it on, you know, you're you're doing the driving. I think you say you're you're doing it. You know what I mean? So you have to actually do take a step and turn it on. Yeah, you're you're earning this discount. You know what I mean? They're they're making you put forth some effort in this as well. Could you like just turn it on and then flip it to the the rover? Leave it on the bus of the rover. <laughs> I'm sure they drive pretty. I'm sure they keep the speed limit. I've never seen a rover you know, driving all crazy. Typically, the, the the biggest data they're looking for is fast acceleration, hard braking, and time of day. Very interesting. I kind of want to get it just so I can see it, because maybe I'm a you can always give it up. A worse driver than I think I am. Yeah, I mean, but you can always give it up too. You know what I mean? You can say, "Hey, I don't want to do this anymore." So there's no like timeline. That they nah, need. you may lose the discount, but it's well, not. What, what is the discount, and how long does it take to go in effect? If you start tracking your driving habits with a, a plug-in device in your car or an app on your phone, um, it typically ranges from the beginning at like five percent, and then some carriers go up to like thirty percent per vehicle. So whichever ones it's plugged into, um, you know, you can get up to 30% per vehicle. Not on the policy as a whole, but on the, each individual vehicle. Um, so it's usually 5-10% uh, right off the bat, and then it'll adjust going forward. And then some carriers make you do it indefinitely. Some have a period of three months, six months, one year. You know, it just depends. Are these carriers that are offering these discounts for tracking your driving habits, are they starting out more expensive than some of the carriers that are not as involved in this. No, nah, most of them offer it either way. Most so everybody's gotten on board with this. Pretty much. There's a few that don't, but yes, for the most part. Is this the future of auto insurance? You're going to have to track your driving for them to write you. Um, nah. I think it's going to go more usage based as we go because there's so many people out there that just don't need car insurance. But it's a more accurate way to underwrite insurance, right? You can't predict accidents. Nope. But you can use people's driving habits as a factor that increases the likelihood or decreases. And I don't think anyone can argue someone that drives 30,000 miles a year is more likely to have an accident than someone who drives 10 if that's the only factor factored in. It's amazing. Is anything happening like this uh, on the home insurance side? No, not really. We're getting into uh, starting to see some DIY inspections, which is pretty neat. 
typically your insurance company sends out a third party inspector to take pictures and, you know, kind of just make sure we're insuring what we're saying we're insuring. Um, and we're starting to see it now where you can do it yourself. Do your own inspection. Mm-hmm. They make you download an app and you have to upload some photos and so on and so forth. Interesting. Mike Conley, Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. Mike, what's the best way for someone to reach out to you to shop their home, auto, and life insurance? M-I-D-T-N-I-N-S-G-R-O-U-P dot com. You can also reach them by phone, 898-0053, 898-0053. Back with more right after this. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. There's the bionic rooster. (laughs) Waking you up with news, traffic, weather, and fun. (laughs) It was that chicken we talked about. Got its head cut off. So he's got got the brain the size of Brian. The wake-up brew with John, Brian, and Dalton. It's got a human's head. It's got Brian's head. I think it'd be great. Weekday mornings from 6 until 7.50 here on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back to the one show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell, certainly not pushing any seminar tickets or live event tickets or financial products. I'll leave that to the other show. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner for All About Me. Go to jasonquallscfp.com. Still talking risk management and insurance planning with Mike Conley of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. And now it's time for the deal of the week. Man, this week we're going to talk about folks that are moving in from from out of town. We've got a lot of those around. Welcome to Middle Tennessee. Um, But they're always looking for some some auto insurance, renter's insurance, home insurance. Um, And this week I had a lady from Michigan call and said, Hey, I'm moving in from Michigan and I'm with a a pretty good-sized carrier. Need to switch my auto insurance. She goes, I pay $367 a month where we're at right now. I was like, okay, let's see what we can do. I, you know, I expected there to be some bumps and bruises along the way, and there's a reason you're paying $367 a month for your auto insurance. Um, but lo and behold, no, we rewrite her for $135 a month. Dang. So, so saved her 
you do the math, $215 roughly, 225 bucks a month. How many cars like was on this sucker? Three. Three cars. Three. That's still not, this is about, about $100 a month per car, right? Right, but it's still a little high because there's only two drivers. No teens. So how did it get so far out of hand? I don't know. Um, we, we I don't really know why or how. She had a few. But you uh, said moving from out of state. Out different, of state. Is insurance for car insurance like life insurance that is state-based? It is state-based. Every can state only, has its own set of rates. Yes, yeah, set of rates, set of rules, set of laws, all the whole nine yards. So you come from Michigan. Yep. To Tennessee. To Tennessee. You're going to feel like you're stealing car insurance. Sure. Uh, for the most part. Or California. Or California. There's several states where you're like, whoa, I can just save that much money. Absolutely, you did. So is there states that you're, you've seen the most, like people come from you know, maybe our surrounding states, that gives they get the biggest discount for moving here? Um, one that's really abnormally high around us? Uh, not that I know of. Um, the biggest thing we see is folks moving from fairly far away. Um, northern states or western states that tends to have the biggest savings god we've never discussed that on this show people moving yeah what about moving counties oh we're definitely going to change you know zip code uh, auto insurance is is pretty well zip code rated nowadays so you're pretty much you can move one street over and if it's you know in a different zip code like here in town uh, you might have a different auto rate well that's interesting but that's one of the reasons that people w- it would not pop on be thought of most people with auto insurance to shop their home and auto insurance when they well maybe if you're moving you get new home insurance but when you move you may not shop your auto right and just by changing you you go from 28 to 29 or 29 to 27 on your zip code yep in middle in murfreesboro and that could change your auto rates for the better for the better or for the worst it could go either way (laughs) and it's usually not much but i've seen it go 20 bucks a month very, very interesting. Is there different coverage rules with different states, or is it all pretty much the same? An auto policy is an auto policy. No, every state has has its own minimum requirements. Some are better than ours. Some are worse than ours. Um, what is the minimum in Tennessee? What is the minimum amount of auto insurance you must carry? You must carry liability insurance in the amount of $25,000 per person, $50,000 per accident, with $15,000 in property damage. And do you know of another state that is significantly higher than that? Um, yes, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. If I'd have, if I'd have thought about it, I'd have brought it. What will yes. be the limit that these, some states There are? is a state that I saw that has 50000 per person, 100000 per accident. Which um, is basically a, a minimum one. you guys would recommend here. Yeah, that would be kind of the bare minimum we would recommend here. And um, that's their statement. Maybe they're doing a better job at forcing people to... Yeah. I've seen like 8,000, 15,000, 10,000. So Instead even 20, lower. Even lower. I've seen there's some states that have lower than we have. Some was better than none, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, but they they vary all over the board. But we're kind of in the bottom, I'd say the, the average to bottom half of that. What's your view on the requirement by the state to carry car insurance? Has it helped? Has it not changed anything? Because to me, if you weren't carrying car insurance before, which is a silly move if basically almost any car that you're driving that you're not going to carry it because the state says so oh it's and yeah our laws have no real teeth in them here it's not real hard to go throughout life not having auto insurance what's the penalty if you drive you get caught driving without car insurance um i know there's a fine involved um you will get a ticket and you'll have to go to court you know the whole nine yards to go with that um, Did I, re- I remember reading something. This may be in another state, but I thought it was Tennessee. They had toyed with, or maybe they even passed. Like you get, you get, go through, and you get caught a couple times without proof of car insurance. They'll impound your car. Yeah. Well, they'll take your license um, right off the bat. Like if you go to court, 
say you get pulled over for not having it. They'll let you go that day. They'll write you a ticket. You show up in court. If you don't have insurance by the time you go to court, they're going to take your license, and you can't get your license back without showing some proof of insurance. How easy is it to fake proof of insurance? And what about the app or that you can show proof of? Will a cop accept your phone as proof of insurance? And I think that's uh, some cops are going to take it, some are not. Um, Still got to have the paper. Though. I would have the paper, uh, just a rule of thumb. Maybe I'm a little old school with that. I'd say that as time goes, more and more people will just be able to show them their phone. Um, faking it, I mean, I guess if you're good with a computer, you can do anything. But, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're going to get caught eventually. All right. And now the damage to your financial life, if you get, let's say, let's imagine for a moment that someone out there is driving. They've decided, I'm not getting car insurance, and they get in a typical auto accident. What happens to them? Um, what is their, how does their financial life change? Depending on the severity of it, the um, whoever they're liable for can turn around and subrogate against them or sue them, you know, for whatever damages they incurred, you know, and, and that person may end up having to file bankruptcy or whatever. It could, you know, destroy your credit and impact you for several, several years. So really, because car insurance, as relative to many other things in life, it's not that expensive. But the risk is way up if you do get in that accident. Especially if you have things to lose. You know, if you have a house and and assets and things like that, then you're really playing with fire. Is car insurance required by, say, a lender? If you owe money on a car, do they force you to carry car insurance? Do they know if you have car insurance? Yes. They require that they be named what they call a lost payee on your policy, which means that if anything happens, they're notified. Um, they, If the car was totaled out, the check goes to them first, um, so they get paid before you would get any money. Um, but yes, they're going to require that you have not only insurance, but full coverage insurance, meaning you have comprehensive and collision coverage um, on that vehicle. And if you don't purchase it on your own, they will force it to you. If you got an auto, home, life insurance, business insurance question, reach out to Mike Conley at 898-0053 or also online at MIDTNINSgroup.com. Appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. This is The One Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. I'll be right back with you right after this short break. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty. 615-445-5073. When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The independent insurance agent system. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle-free quote at 615-898-0053. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax 
expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848 1072. That's 848 1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Welcome back to the Angel Coaching Radio. One of the things that I've noticed more often in the last two years than I've probably noticed since the early 2000s when I entered the business. And I don't even know if I knew what I was looking at then. I thought everybody uh, invested the same way back, way back when, when I was just wet behind the years. But now, I'm middle-aged, been at this for almost 20 years, going on 20 years. It'll be 20 years in the business before I know it. What I've noticed as this market run, and it hasn't been without some flips and some flops, but since basically 2010, we've had a huge market run up. And while everybody was a little more cautious in the beginning, more people, no matter their age, have become more aggressive. People in their 50s, late 50s, early 60s are now almost 100% invested in stocks. And this is because they have forgotten about market downturns. They happen and they will happen over and over again. you got to make sure you're totally diversified. You make sure you know what to expect from your investments. By working with the right type of advisor, an independent fee-only CFP, go to Jason Qualls, CFP.com for more. To listen to the show anytime, anywhere, you can check out financialcoachingradio.com. Click on email the show, excuse me, click on archives and get a long list of all the past shows right there on the website dated by a topic and they're all inclusive of everything we discuss here on the one show giving you the truth about personal finance i'm back at you tomorrow same bad time same bad channel i'll see you then everyone have a safe and happy afternoon